The 2022 growing season has been a roller coaster to say the least, but what if I told you that you could add another revenue stream for your farm? Harvest Hosts connects over 200,000 RVers to a network of thousands of farms, wineries, breweries, and small businesses. Hosts simply offer RVers a one-night stay on their farm, and in return, RVers patronize the host business. The program is a cost-free opportunity, and 100% of the money spent on-site goes straight to the host. In 2021, members spent more than $40 million across host locations. If you don't sell produce or products on your farm, no problem. You can get creative with what you can offer travelers, create farm experiences, sell farm-branded swag, and even receive tips. Hosts can accept or deny stay requests, manage the number of RVs, and set blackout dates. No hookups or services are required to host. Visit harvesthosts.com hosts. That's harvesthosts.com hosts for more information and to apply to become a host today. Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. I am super excited to have the opportunity to speak with our guest today. He's the CEO of Harvest Hosts, a membership program that connects RVers uh, with unique overnight experiences at wineries, farms, breweries, museums, golf courses, churches, and other interesting destinations across the U.S. and Canada. Um, I would like to welcome today Joel Holland. Welcome, Joel, and thank you so much for being here. Hey, Chrissy. Thanks for having me. This is uh it's always fun to talk about RVing, travel, and farms. So this should be a, yes. a nice time. And all together. That's all, all together in one spot. Yeah. And I personally think that Harvest Host is a genius idea. It helps not only RVers explore cool places, but it also gives farmers another way to attract consumers to their farms, purchase goods, potentially create a secondary income stream for their farms, which in this time of high input costs, slow manufacturing, and unavailable parts it would be welcome revenue source uh, and not to mention reaching consumers. And I think that's on the hearts of a lot of um, producers in this time. So can you tell me more about Harvest House? Tell me all about it and where the idea came from. Sure. So it's a very simple concept. Uh, I'm a very simple person, so that this works well, but we are essentially a membership club for our viewers. Uh, we have 230,000 members. Uh, we're growing wow. very quickly. At about 100,000 more this year. And if you if you own an RV, you join our club, then you have access to over 3,000 wonderful small businesses all over North America. And that includes farms, over 1,000 farms, hundreds of wineries, breweries, distilleries, um, golf courses, museums, and other really unique attractions. And these locations allow our members to park overnight uh, for free, no hookups, um, you know, they just literally park for the night and in return, our members support the small businesses that, that they visit. So on average, they spend about $50 a night, um, buying local produce, buying the wine, et cetera. And this year they'll spend over $40 million directly with our hosts. And, and we don't take any of that. We never charge our hosts uh, anything to be in the program and we don't take any cut of the revenue. So it's a really, really good program for the small businesses that we work with. And, and our members love it because they get these truly unique experiences parking at a gorgeous farm for the night, right? Like what's better than that? Um, and this is at a time when RVing is more popular than ever and campgrounds are full. There's a lot of places that aren't that scenic to park and we're trying to give them just a better experience. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, I was looking this up. According to Allied Market Research, agritourism was valued at 
over 42 million in 2019, and it's estimated to reach over 62 million by 2027. So why are people attracted to farms, wineries, and the countryside more and more these days? You know, this is, I think, one of the very positive outcomes of COVID, that people are falling back in love with the outdoors and with experiences. You know, I think I think for a long time, we were going too far down the like goods world. Like it was like buy stuff, stay home. And then we were reminded because we had to be that like out, outside's awesome and, and farms are beautiful and taking your kids to an alpaca farm to see alpacas is, is a, just a almost religious experience. Uh, people have woken up to that. And there's no, I always say there's no, you know, there's no putting it back in the box. Like once you've gone to a farm in the fall and done a corn maze, mm-hmm. it's so cool. You're going to do it again next year. So I'm not surprised agritourism is growing. I think it's going to keep growing because there's so much beautiful farmland all over, you know, North America. Um, and I think farmers love sharing it. So I think this is a category that keeps growing. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to talk about both RVers and then the hosts, but let's talk about RVers first. So, um, do the R do the RVers pay, they pay monthly or is it yearly? It's just one yearly fee uh, okay. and it's not very much. So it's $99 a year. Oh, wow. Uh, it's very inexpensive. And, and we do that intentionally because we want our members to take the money they're saving from not staying at a campground, which can be almost $100 a night. Yeah. And we want them to spend that with the small businesses that they visit. So if our membership fee was too high, we fear that they wouldn't spend as much with the businesses. And, and that's the whole spirit of the program. You know, we'll, we'll make money by having lots of members paying one low price. Um, but then they will spend money with our hosts so that everyone in the program is happy. That's so cool. So are they, you know, I don't know about the rules. Like, are they allowed to bring pets with them? Great question. So each host gets to decide. And so okay. when you, you know, let's say you're a farm, um, as you're signing up and again, it's totally free, never, never any fee, no contract. So it's not like you're signing up to a certain duration. You just say, Hey, I want to be in the program. Let's try it and see if this works. Try it for a week, right? See if you love it. Um, you can say whether or not you allow pets as one example, because we do have a lot of working farms where pets may not mesh well with the, you know, with the animals and that's totally fine. Um, and then our members, when they search for hosts, if they have pets, they can actually filter by those that allow pets. Great. And is there a set amount of time that they can stay or do they just book whatever they need? Great. Yeah. Great question. So it's, um, 24 hours. And so that's the other thing you know, we, we tell hosts, you know, you're just allowing them to park basically overnight. They'll come in the afternoon before you close. So they can come through the shop, go through, you know, go to the produce wagon, whatever, you know, take a tour, whatever the, you know, the thing you're offering or selling is they can come in, experience the product, spend a nice, pleasant evening and then leave in the morning. So it's a, it's just a very, you know, a nice, um, overnight stay. Great. And, uh, and can they use generators? Also a great, um, option that hosts can decide. Okay. So so, it's really up to the host. That's amazing. Absolutely. And they can even put hours on it. Like they can say, you know, generator use allowed from 8am till 7pm or no generators allowed because it disturbs the animals. So, Mm -hmm. um, and, and our members know to check for that, uh, before they, you know, do, or or they'll even ask permission if there's nothing listed. Okay. And, and are there set check-in times and checkout times, or is that again, up to the host? Up to the host. Um, but we we always tell our members you know arrive during business hours because you know many of these are operating businesses and you know we're trying to make this as easy on the host as possible so we don't want people showing up in the middle of the night 
and you know, no one wants to wake up and have to deal with that. So, um, show up during operating hours, uh, and, and the, the host actually then sets their operating hours. Oh, great. And then I'm assuming that all reservations, everything's booked online. Exactly. And then, so we have this booking system that makes it super simple. So as a host, you set your calendar, um, and just basically say like, these are the days I'm available, blackout any dates you want. You can let people book 30 days in advance or 90 days. Like it's up to you. Um, you can say how many spots you have. So let's say you have two, say I have two spots. Mm-hmm. Our calendaring system takes care of everything else. So wow. our members go through, they see there's an opening, they click to book. Now that isn't immediately booked. It goes back to the host so they can confirm it, right? Let's say you forgot. Oh no, I have a wedding today at the farm. I forgot to black the date out. No problem. You'll get a notification. You know, Chrissy Wozniak would like to stay with you tonight or, or tomorrow night. Would Is that okay? And then they'll see, you know, a little bit about you, your member rating, you know, if any other hosts have rated you. And then you can either accept or deny. And okay. it's just that simple. Wow. That's great. And then, so is it just RVs or could somebody pull up with a car and pitch a tent? It, it, it's just RVs and they have to be self-contained. And so that's kind of our promise to the host. Yeah. Our members are fully self-contained, meaning they're showing up with their own water, their own food, their own mm-hmm. bathroom. Uh, they will not need anything from you. They don't need any electricity. They don't need anywhere to go to facilities. They've got it all in their little box. Perfect. And, you know, I know you touched on this a little bit before, but I'd, I'd have to guess that post COVID, this is a great option for people who just want freedom, but then like to keep maybe to themselves a little bit. And, and tell me about the growth of your company. Like, were you overwhelmed at the growth or, you know, we're just in the right place at the right time? Or did you have a crystal ball? <laughs> <laughs> um, two out of the three. Yeah. <laughs> no, no crystal ball. Uh, the growth was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, almost to the point of being overwhelming, but to the credit of our team, um, they ran with it. They yeah. really took the baton and ran with it. And we grew fast, right? So we went from like a few employees to over 40 employees just in a year. And so we hired very quickly. We did a, a $37 million fundraise last year in order to continue supporting the growth because the program is really special. I mean, if you, if you, you know, just Google it, right? Hosts love it. Members love it. It's one of the most highly rated and regarded programs in the RV world. Um, we wanted to make sure that stayed that way, right? And so we we made sure that we had customer service staff, staffed up. We had enough hosts, right? So we added over a thousand new hosts last year mm-hmm. because we also added a lot of members, right? And so we, we never want to have the, you know, we don't want to overwhelm hosts and we don't want members ever being like, hey, I can't find a place to go. So yeah. we work very hard at keeping both sides in balance. That's cool. And now let's talk about the hosts. So like you said, there's no cost to join, no contracts or anything. Correct. Never, and, never any cost. Yeah. And so what is the average um, guest spend like at the host? Is it usually just a night or is it a, a weekend or a couple yep. nights? So, so they, they, they stay one night um, mm-hmm. and that's, and that's all they're allowed to stay, right? Because we, we want, we don't want this to become a camping program. We don't want our, our guests to overstay their welcome. Okay. You know, the hosts are kind enough to like, Hey, come and stay for a day, shop in the store, buy the produce, mm-hmm. move on to the next place. And, and so our members can go host to host if they want. We have members that go just to host host, yeah. but, um, but not for multiple days on average, they spend about $50 per night. Mm-hmm. Um, we say in our code of conduct, we say spend at least 20. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, but then when we survey our members and hosts, it, the, the average is more like 50. 
the way that then plays out, because I mentioned earlier today, about $40 million will be spent by our members with hosts. On average, it's about $13,000 in additional revenue each of our hosts receive. Wow. But then, you know, that that's the newer hosts aren't making quite as much immediately, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them in more remote locations might not be as high, you know, it all depends. And so I, you know, I was looking through the stats of of some of our farms. Um, One of our most popular is Lane Southern Orchards in Georgia, and they're a peach and pecan uh, orchard. They've had over a thousand Harvest Host guests stay with them since 2020 um, and made over $60,000 in additional revenue. That's so, amazing. Amazing. And so yeah. um, the, it's it's a broad spectrum, but mm-hmm. but um, the way I look at it is, you know, almost all of our hosts, they stick around, they stick with us for years mm-hmm. because it's just a great experience. Um, and if it wasn't, they'd leave and that'd be okay. Right. We, we always say only do this as long as it's making you happy. Right. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm thinking a lot about, uh, you know, produce farmers and, you know, apples and, and those things that that sell something, but what about commodity farmers, right? So we have, you know, corn, soybeans and all that growing, but is it possible that they could brand their farm and sell swag like shirts and hats and things like that, or even experiences? Have you seen any of that? Absolutely. And in fact, our team, our host onboarding team works with our farms to help them come up with products to sell um, and even additional products. Like, so maybe they have a couple things that they sell, but we'll say, Hey, what about an experience? Like, would you be open to giving a tour? And so we have farms now, some that are like, yeah, we'll do a tour, like jump on the tractor, like take the kids on a tour of the farm, $20. Like that's awesome. You know? And, and so that uh, our team will work with them to try to find products to sell. That is really great. And is there a limit on the size of farm that can participate or is there kind of a sweet spot or is it really diverse? It's really diverse. And, yeah. and again, it's, you know, it's because there's, there's great diversity in the size of RV units, right? We have some people in really large, um, uh, drivable units, 42 feet long. Mm-hmm. And then we have some people in, you know, small camper vans. And so uh, again, the hosts can say what size unit they can accommodate. Um, if it's a huge farm, then there's no limits. They say 45 feet plus wonderful. And if it's a smaller area or it's an urban farm, they may say under, you know, under 25 feet. So more like a van. Um, and, and then our members, again, that when they search, we know their unit. And so we'll only show them the farms that they could fit. I see. Yeah. And like you said before, there's no infrastructure that the farm has to have. They don't have to provide showers or bathrooms, electricity, none of that. But what if they want to offer those? Can they also charge for that? Yes. Yes. And so, you know, and it's funny, I feel I sound like a broken record. Uh, there's so much of the discretion of the host. And yeah. so when they're signing up, they can really, um, they say like, you know, what types of products they offer, what types of amenities they offer. So they might say, oh, we have Wi-Fi, right? Or we, or we have right. um, some, you know, and again, the spirit of the program is boondocking, dry camping. So our members know that really what it is is going and parking somewhere with no connections. That said, some of our hosts do offer things like electricity uh, or water, which, you know, can be nice if it's really hot, you know, and people want to run their air conditioners. Um, and then they can charge for it, right? And, and they can, it's at their discretion, you know, charge a fee for, for electricity, no problem. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And what if things go bad and a guest causes damage or gets hurt? What's the protection for the host? I'm so glad you asked. We 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 have a uh, host protection policy, and okay. so we basically have an insurance program 
um, that covers essentially covers the deductible. So if something happens, um, it's a five hundred dollar like if something breaks a mailbox, breaks a fence, you know, five hundred dollars like fix it. You know, it's on us. Um, just you know, submit some you know photos and documentation of what happened, and we will take care of it. Um, and then if it's something bigger, like they hit the building, you know, that the idea is a lot of people have a $500 deductible. And so we try to cover the deductible until their business insurance can take over. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And so your mission, so what is Harvest Host's mission and why do you do this? What is the why behind everything? Totally. So we have a very, we have a very like I love our mission. Yeah. Our mission is to help millions of people live happier lives through road travel mm-hmm. while supporting wonderful small businesses and communities along the way. And, and that really, I mean, that, and we, we live and die by that mission because it, it, it then cascades through the whole organization. We want to help millions of people. We're currently 230,000 RVers. We want to get that to millions because there, there are over 11 million RV owners in the U S oh, there's another 3 million in Canada. Wow. Um, we have locations in every Canadian province, every U.S. state. So um, we want to expand. Uh, and then the second part of that mission, equally as important, is to support wonderful small businesses and communities along the way. And, and that, and, you know, without the hosts, we have nothing. And, and we know that. And so then we have a very large team that uh, we have a host success team that simply mm-hmm. focuses on keeping our hosts happy. They're like the concierge that's there to, you know, answer any questions, take care of any problems, you know, they're, they're, you know, beck and call. And we have a host recruiting team that is out there trying to grab new hosts to, to introduce them to the program. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to talk to quite a few people in your team in the last few weeks. And I have to say, everyone is just so positive and, and really willing to help and give information. And they all really do believe in, in what you're doing. And, and I think that's really, really cool. And, and yeah. And can you tell me about like, how, how did your team form? Like, was it just you at the beginning? How did it, how did this, this grow so fast in just a few years? Yes. So it's an interesting backstory. So in my prior life, I was a technology entrepreneur. I'd started a video technology company on the East coast. I was living in in a city. My, um, my wife and I were just kind of burnt out on concrete jungle living. Like we love the great outdoors. And so I was fortunate. I was able to sell the company and we hit the road, um, and bought an RV. And it was kind of, it was kind of an impulsive oh. decision. You know, we're like, Hey, we've always like romanticized, like the great American road trip. Yeah. We'd never driven across the country. And, and that like felt like a quintessential experience. So we, we went out, um, bought an RV and hit the road and we took, um, over the course of a couple of years, we didn't, it wasn't full-time, but like over the course of a couple of years, we, we RV'd through all the lower 48 States. And it was a tremendous experience. Um, I fully expected along that journey to kind of like get over RVing, right? Like at a certain point, like, okay, like enough's enough. That was fun. Like, let's go back to, no- to normal life. But instead what happened was we just fell in love with the community, with the whole concept of freedom of the open road. Um, and all the beautiful spaces that are all over the country. And one of the things we were constantly saying as we were driving, you know, as an example, across Kansas, we'd be like, look at all this beautiful farmland. It's so wide open. Wouldn't it be so cool to be able to just like park somewhere amongst yeah. these, this farmland, like maybe support the farmers 
you know, and, and give back, um, there should be a program that does that. And so I thought it was a novel idea. As I dug into it, there was this small program called Harvest Toasts. And, and it was um, started uh, by a husband-wife team out of Prescott, Arizona. They had taken inspiration from a program in France. So it's oh, like cool. they'd gone to Europe and done this caravanning thing where you stay at wineries and stay for free in exchange for buying bottles. So they'd been motivated by that. They brought it to the U.S. They'd done a great job getting um, the first few hundred wineries and, and, and farms on board. And I loved it. I loved the idea. And so I reached out and I just said, this is tremendous. You know, I'm looking for my, my next like thing. Like I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm too young to retire. I'm bored. I love RVing. Would you ever consider selling the company? And we got to know each other, ultimately um, purchased Harvest Host in 2018. And, and it's, you know, to say it's been a wonderful ride would be a vast understatement. It's been incredible. Um, but I never expected, I knew it would grow, right? Like I, I knew that I'd be able to grow it just based on my previous experience growing a company. Um, I just had no idea to grow this much because I underestimated how hungry our viewers were for a better way to RV. Right. Um, and then of course, especially with COVID, how many small businesses were going to be kind of suffering um, from lack of business. And it just became the perfect thing to scale. So, so it's been, it's been an awesome ride. That's amazing. And that leads right into my last question, which you really, you know, it's kind of, I have an idea of what you're going to say, but why do you personally do this? What is the thing that lights you up and gets you out of bed in the morning? Yes. I, so I love passion driven businesses. Mm -hmm. My former one was passion driven. This one's very passion driven. It's, it's kind of the only thing that makes sense to me. And so what gets me up in the morning, I love nature. I love farms. I love wineries. I love RVing. I love travel mm -hmm. to get to put all, that all together. Right. Let me go. Here it is. You know, it's 10 26 in the morning for me. And I just spent the last half an hour speaking with a wonderful person about RVing and farms. Like that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> My so day cool. is so simple. So, so it's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I truly enjoy the business and the industry and, and that, and that's, and that's fortunate. I wish more people were able to do things they genuinely love, um, because I, I count myself fortunate. Yeah, that's amazing. So where can people learn more about either becoming a host or becoming a member or both? Totally. So harvesthosts.com, mm -hmm. um, the website has all the answers. If you are a potential host, um, you can click the link, uh, for hosts on the top that will give you just a very simple rundown of the program some testimonials from farms, wineries, breweries, like pick a category that resonates with you. Um, and then there's a short form and that's it. You know, you fill out a form, tell us a little bit about yourself and your, and your business. And then our team will reach out. And, um, if it fits and it all makes sense, we'll get you up on the website very quickly and we'll let our members know, we'll put you in the next member newsletter. We'll add you to the website, we'll add you to the app and immediately you'll have business. Immediately you'll have our members visiting you and they're, they're wonderful members. They're all very, they're, they're positive. They're happy. I mean, the RV community is a, it's a community of travelers that are just like loving life. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's almost entirely a very positive experience. There's always the bad lap about bad apple or two, but every small business owner knows that yeah, for sure. The 4%. <laughs> but, but, yeah, totally. You know, that some people are just having a bad day, yeah. but, 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 but overwhelmingly so positive. So if, if you have a location that has room, and this is what I say, like 
The only requirement is, do you have room for RVers to park overnight? That's mm-hmm. it. You don't have to provide anything other than a spot mm-hmm. and a product to sell them. Uh, and if you have those things, we would love to have you in the program. And then if you're an RVer, uh, same thing, go to harvesthost.com. You can learn all about the program and you can join right on the website. Um, you know, it's about $99 a year and that gets you unlimited access to stay at any of our hosts anywhere in North America, um, overnight for free, uh, in return for supporting the business. Right. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Joel, for joining me today. This was really awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Chrissy. This is fun. Yeah. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want to learn more, the links are all provided in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on YouTube, Rumble, Telegram, Eggfuse, uh, and the podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode, where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. newest podcast by North American Egg is called What Color Is Your Tractor? The stories behind the egg brands you love and the egg brands you love to hate. Hosted by me, Chrissy Wozniak. We take a deep dive into the companies that have built modern agriculture. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Go to whatcolorisyourtractor.com. Available on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit Fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar to register now.